I've been away from tech for four years. Should I apply for roles that are less senior than what I used to do? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. We had a question show up in chat asking, is it possible to get back into a less senior role after being out of the market for four years? I think this is a good question. If you've had any kind of break from the job market for whatever reason, whether it was the pandemic, if you wanted to take some time off for family, if you needed to take time off for any kind of reason, it's none of the other company's business why you necessarily took that time off. In some cases, it's illegal for them to ask. Um, they're, they're going to be curious about what you did over those four years. Um, but I think most of that curiosity is going to stem from, did you keep your skills sharp over those four years? Part of me wonders, and, and maybe you can clarify this in chat for me, part of me wonders if the question stems from, I've been out of the industry and I want to take a less senior role specifically because I need to get caught back up on technical skill. Or a lot has changed in four years. Everybody's using AWS now and I need to go study up on that. And so I'm maybe not going to qualify for a senior level role because I don't know AWS. Just as one example. I would suggest though, if you've held a senior level job, I think you could get back into a senior level job. It's like you don't have to know everything when you go get a job. Especially, you know, even when you've been out of the market for a while, getting a new job, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to remember everything. I think it's still possible to go get a senior level role without worrying too much about that four-year break. Now, if it was a four-year break and you literally did no other technical work of any kind whatsoever, <clears throat> then I think it would be a little bit trickier to convince Hi, a company to... Um, to bring you back in at that senior level. Again, they're going to want to know what have you been doing over those four years. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're going to be wondering what have you been doing over that time to keep your skills sharp? What kinds of projects have you been doing? Why is that particular company going to be interested in you coming on their team? What is it about, and, and vice versa, what is it about their company that has you interested in going to work for them as an employee? These are questions that are going to come up. Looking through chat, uh, no tech work really exactly. Uh, you want to refresh your skills. A lot has changed. So I'm willing to just go for less pay and then train. But I find it hard with recruiters. They heard I was a senior and then they shoot for the senior level role and you were a failed entrepreneur. Okay, so I got, I got thoughts and ideas here. Um, I love the fact that you took a chance and... It's okay that you failed. As a hiring manager, I would look at that and go, sweet. All right, let's bring you back in. Um, I did that myself to, to a degree 
I quit a full-time job and I went into full-time freelance work. My wife was also working. We had health benefits from her job. And so it wasn't a risk to kind of like where we were as a family at the time. But taking time away from a tech job in order to try your hand at entrepreneurship, I think is fantastic. So kudos to you for taking that risk, even though it didn't work out. But you took a four-year time off from full-time work to try to work on some sort of startup. And I think that that's a great idea. Having that story to tell, I think, is still a compelling way to show your value to a company. And again, I don't think you necessarily have to take a lesser role. Even in, in my role, like I've, I've been doing development work professionally for 26 years, off and on, you know, a few management roles here and there and a couple of director roles here and there. But I've always been really hands-on with tech, even during the, the couple of years that I spent in management and director level roles, I was still finding some way to code. If you've been away from tech and you've not been coding and you just feel like your skills are a little rusty, I think you could spend a little bit of time practicing and getting back and getting ready for the interview and then just go back into the senior level role. Everybody coming in on a new role has some kind of training they're going to need. Very few people are going to hit the ground running and know 100% of everything they need to know to do that job on day one at that job. I was chatting with somebody less than a week ago and basically told them, like, no matter how senior you are in the industry, like I've been doing this a long, long time. I started a job back in January. That first day on the job, everybody is a junior dev. Everybody's a junior dev their first day on the job. Everybody has things to learn. If you, and so kind of going back to the example that I had earlier, if you don't have experience in AWS and that company does a lot of stuff on AWS, you don't have to go learn AWS in order to go apply for that job. You can go apply for that job based on the skill that you have and say, this is something that I know that I'm going to need to work on. Here's my plan to get up to speed on this. You know, over my first 90 days on the job, I'm going to be studying and I'm going to I'm going to aim to get my like AWS architect certification or something like that. Or like there's a couple of like kind of uh, entry level certifications that you can get. And just let the company know, like, that's my plan to get up to speed. I'm not going to be an expert in that, but I've got all these other skills and all this other experience that I'm bringing. And I'm going to bring that to the job and I'm going to learn AWS while I'm here. I think most companies are going to be fine with that. Now, if it's like an AWS architect job, and you don't have that skill, I would question why are you applying for the job if you don't have that skill. But if a recruiter reaches out and they say, hey, we think you'd be a good fit for this, even if you say like, uh, you know, I really want a lesser role, companies feel weird about that. They're like, well, if we bring you in at that intermediate level, are you going to turn around and leave as soon as you find something else as a senior level? Um, I think it's okay to, to reapply as a senior dev and then just Get back up to speed on what you need. If it's a question, though, of am I prepared enough to go even interview, then that's entirely different. Like, can you sit down and do, like, leak code problems? Can you sit down and talk about behavioral questions? Can you sit down and actually do, like, a small project in some programming language? Um, if your programming skills are rusty, then I would say you're going to need to focus some time on that. But... 
Yeah. Even, even though a lot of architecture and advancements have been made over four years, you don't have to go become an overnight expert on any of those things. I would say be confident in what you know and the projects that you have done. Speak about that experience. Speak about the other experience about running a business and, and what you worked through to try to get that business up and running and how that brings value to them as a business because of who you are this is like you get all that as a package deal if you hire me you get all of all of my skills you get my failed entrepreneurship you get all of that coming in um and they'll they'll make the assessment of how well you're going to fit in based on the need that they have on the team uh more follow-up and chat i feel like i'm a good learner so i know if i got the opportunity to learn on the job i'd do great Exactly. Everybody's going to do fine on the job once they're there and you're working in those technologies every day. I guarantee even the people on the team that know AWS really well, they're still going in and looking up documentation. They're still hitting Stack Overflow. They're still Googling those answers. You don't have to be an expert. You know what you know. You don't know what you don't know. Their job is to figure out whether or how well you fit in on their team based on those skills and the background and, and what you talk about during those interviews. So I would say stay at that senior level. Don't take a step backwards. You don't have to take a step backwards in your career to take a lesser role in order to like get back into tech. Um, I just want to work uh, for the tech stack differences. Uh, oh, tech stack differences exhaust me. Investing the time and energy in learning in a specific stack is exhausting. Without knowing I'll have a job in what I'm learning, it can make me dizzy. Jumping in and out of stacks to match a job direction that looks appealing one day versus the next opportunity that has a different one. That goes off on a little bit of a different theme here. That's basically saying like, what should I study? What should I learn? What kinds of projects should I make that are going to be valuable to everybody? as opposed to this job wants React and this job wants Django and this project or this company wants, you know, Elixir and this company wants Go and this company wants me to learn Rust and, you know, now I got to go learn 50 things just to go apply for jobs. No, don't do that. Double down on what you know. If you know Python really well, do all of your interviews in Python and say, I'm a senior level dev. Here's a track record of me learning things on a, in a hurry, applying that skill and becoming effective in that skill. That's all you need to demonstrate. And during that interview process, if they say, well, we really need you to get to speed on Rust. Great. I'm going to go do a quick little project on Rust. I'll get back to you in a week and show you the progress that I can make in one week. And then we can talk about like moving forward in the interview process and Go do like go rebuild a project that you've already done, but figure out how to redo it in Rust. There, there are sites that you can use out there. Um, I'll paste one in chat. It's called Programming Idioms. It's one of my favorite sites, Programming Idioms. And let's do Python and Rust. So let's say I know Python really well and I need to go learn Rust in a hurry. I'm going to go to this web page. I'm going to drop this in chat and I'll drop this in the YouTube description and the audio, uh, podcast audio description as well go check out this link. This link is going to show you side by side. Um, it's uh, programming-idioms.org for anybody listening to the audio. On this website, you can list any two programming languages that they have in their catalog, and they're going to show you a side by side comparison. If you do it this way in Python, this is how you do it in Rust. 
uh, for declaring variables, how to iterate over lists, how to make functions, how to build classes if it's object-oriented, um, how to do debugging. Like It's going to show you absolutely everything that you need to know to go from one programming language to another. Tell them you're going to go build a project in a week and show them the progress that you make in a week and look how effective I can be. And so it's all about selling them on the demonstration of your skill. And I would say just go do all of your interviews in Python. If they absolutely require that you have Rust experience, then I would question why they're even interviewing you if they know you don't have that experience. It means they see some other potential in you. Not just the recruiter. Like if you get through the recruiter call, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It means that you can impress somebody who's maybe not even technical. But if they have to hand you off to a hiring manager and that hiring manager is willing to interview you, that means that they understand that you don't have that particular skill, but they believe you have the potential to come and fill that role. That's why they're continuing to interview you. So lean into that. They already believe in you. Use that to believe in yourself and go, all right, they believe in me this much. They think I'm already a possibility. Keep telling yourself that. Work through their interview process, but interview in Python. You don't have to become a Rust expert to go try to interview in Rust. I think that that's a big fallacy is, is people see these job descriptions and go, okay, well, I got to become a Rust expert. And then they get into that interview and they're like, oh, I don't really remember how to do this stuff. And now I look, you know, I look dumb. It's like, yeah, go to the interview and interview in the language you know really well. So double down on what you already know. If you know Python really well, I just, I use that as my example because that's my, that's my fallback. That's the language I'm going to fall back to every time. If you ever interview me, I'm going to do it in Python and explain, you know, I've done a little bit of Go. I've done a little bit of JavaScript. I've done a little bit of Ruby. I've done a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I've done a little bit of a lot of things. Whatever you need me to do on the job, I'm going to get up to speed on that. And I'm going to be effective in that role using whatever technology you want me to be. But I'm going to interview in Python because I want to show you the strengths that I have to show you what I can really lean into and, and how effective I can be. If you want me to learn something else, I'll go learn something else. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.